Want to hear another media hack read off partisan talking points? Then check out the mainstream media, because American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson is all about thinking independently. You know, the policy and the politics surrounding the Biden administration's increase in IRS agents is taking an interesting turn. 87,000 or so IRS agents over the next 10 years. And there's one suggestion for what the administration could do with that. How about look at some of the big teachers unions? I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for staying with us here on American Viewpoints. That's one of the suggestions from the Landmark Legal Foundation, among others. And I'm joined now by Landmark's Mike O'Neill. Hey, Mike, appreciate you being back on the program. Uh, we've got two very, very powerful political lobbying organizations in the teachers unions. Right. You all were looking specifically at the uh, AFT. Right. What is it that you think the IRS should be looking at? Well, well, thanks for having me, Mike. It's a pleasure to be on. Well, first of all, we know how powerful the AFT is politically. You know, this is an organization. This is the second largest teachers union, one of the largest unions in the country. They are a public sector union, 1.6 million members, annual budget of about $200 million, and that's their general revenue. That's the money they collect through the through the assessment of dues from those teachers. Um, you know, they're, they're the organization that were backed that backed masks for our kids in schools. They wanted to keep our kids home. I mean, well, well past the time when anybody thought it was reasonable. They they still were advocating and lobbying and politi- politicking for keeping the kids in virtual schools. They're really behind a lot of this at the the advocacy of these these crazy gender ideology policies. So they never hesitate to flex their political muscles. And you see this every election cycle. They come around. Their their leadership is uh, their president is very is very out there is very is front and center in politics. She a, a woman by the name of Randy Weidgarten. She campaigns for Democrat candidates. Obviously, she campaigned in 2016 extensively for Hillary Clinton. All of their really AFT senior leadership did. Um, 2018, the midterms. 2020, extensively for Biden and Harris, and AFT politics all over the place now. And the electioneer, that's the technical term for it, all over the place. Now, we they're allowed to do that. We really don't have a, you know, there's nothing that says that they can't do that. They're, they're prohi- they're, they're, there's nothing that prohibits them from doing that. Where it gets a little thorny and the requirements come into case is when they use teachers' dues or general treasury revenue to underline, to support to, to support those sorts of politicking, those electioneering activities. In other words, when the president of the of the union goes around knocking on people's doors saying, get out and vote for Kamala Harris and go out and vote for Joe Biden, when they sponsor rallies where they have hundreds of people and they mo- and they they mobilize membership to go door to door, when they hold political rallies, when they have a bus tour that visits 25, 30 cities during the 2020 election season, and they use, and that, th- those activities are financed through their general treasury funds, through their dues, then they have to acknowledge it on their tax return and they have to pay taxes on it. And interestingly enough, this is where we come into it and this is where the IRS comes into it, is if you look at their tax returns, and again, the union's tax returns are public, just like all exempt organizations, their their, their returns are public. They say that they don't do this. They say, if there's a little question on your tax return, do you does your organization engage in campaign campaign related activities, either directly or indirectly? And interestingly and bizarrely, from our perspective, AFT says no. And so we ask a simple question. The question is this: 
How does AFT reconcile the fact that they are out there every election? If you look at the president, Randy Weingarten's Twitter feed, for example, you see literally hundreds, hundreds of tweets on politicking, documenting any kind of political activity you could imagine that their union is engaging in. Again, campaigning, rallies, T-shirts, coordinating with campaigns, coordinating with other unions, mobilizing foot soldiers to go out there and get out the vote rap, get out the votes, knocking on doors. The president of the union, in fact, is literally knocking on people's doors saying, go vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. And we say, well, how can you reconcile that with the fact that on your tax return, you say nothing? And IRS, if you do spend that money, you have to pay taxes on it. So it's incumbent upon the IRS. So we're saying a simple question. IRS, it's important, it's incumbent upon you to answer this and to, and to have AFT reconcile this apparent inconsistency from our perspective. We're visiting with Mike O'Neill from the Landmark Legal Foundation. Okay, just to keep it in more context, Mike, sure. compare this with other activist uh, organizations. I mean, when you look at most unions, pretty much they're all on the left. They support Democratic right. candidates, National Education Association. You could go to any private sector union. Uh, how do they handle that aspect of their tax returns as well, those public tax returns. Right. That really, that was another red flag for us is years and years ago, we looked at the NEA and they they did something similar to what the AFT is doing. And we had a, a large investigation of that. But if you look at the NEA's tax returns today or the SEIU, the NEA, again, is National Education Association. They're kind of the other huge, large teachers union, again, active in politics. If you look at the SEIU, which is the Service uh, Employees International Union, another huge, massive labor union. If you look at their tax returns, you see that they actually acknowledge it. That question that AFT answers no, do you engage in campaign activities directly or indirectly, political campaign activities, uh, NEA and SEIU both answer in the affirmative. They both answer, yes, we do. Then they complete another, this is again, getting a little technical with the tax stuff, but you know everybody does their taxes. Y'all know what a tax return looks like. And you have to, and oftentimes most people know what a schedule attachment to those tax returns is. Well, if you answer yes, you have to fill out, an, if you're a union, you have to fill out a Schedule C and you have to detail the sorts of political activities you do. You look at the NEAs or if you look at the SAIUs, they both say yes and they both detail the sorts of activities that they spend money on uh, in regarding the uh, political campaign activities. So, again, this is another huge question for us. And the IRS, it's, uh, you know, we think it's important that the IRS answers this. Why does AFT say no? Why does SEIU and NEA say yes? So, and again, it, it, the timing couldn't be better. You look at, you know, obviously as conservatives, we all have a lot of issues with the IRS, but if there's going to be tens of thousands of new IRS employees, if there's going to be billions of dollars allocated to this agency, we think it's just a fair question to say, why not ask, why not allocate some of these new agents, some of these new assets, some of these new, this new resources for looking at some of the one of the largest teachers unions in the country, 1.6 million members, 200 million dollars out there, face of the organization, and, and and there has to be an accounting. There has to be some some accounting for this. And again, only the IRS can resolve these sorts of things. Mike, we've just got a couple minutes left, and somebody sure. may say, "Okay, we get that uh, you know, Landmark Legal, other conservative organizations, uh, you don't like the AFT. They're pushing for a lot of left wingy stuff out there. But why should I care whether or not the AFT?" fills out their tax return the way that they're supposed to versus anybody else trying to get away with something? Well, a couple of reasons. First of all, they they are, again, they're, they use teach, teachers' dues, and these are dues collected, should, should ideally, should not subsidize political activities. And that's kind of the rationale behind the fact that 
if, if the union does this, they have to pay political activities. They have to pay a tax, a tax on this, a corporate tax on this. And teachers dues from their 1.6 million members should subsidize things like collective bargaining or increased salaries or should go to traditional union activities. Teachers who might have a philosophical disagreement with some of these political positions that the aid, that the union adopts should not be obligated to subsidize it through the assessment of their dues. Number two, the agent uh, the the AFT is again one of the largest purveyors of political activity and they sh if they're going to do this they need to play by the same rules that everybody else is playing by. Look, corporations uh other exempt organizations all spend millions and millions and millions of dollars playing by the rules. AFT should be no different. All right, we're visiting with Michael Neal from the Landmark Legal Foundation. I know you've done some uh, writing on this. Where do people find it on the web? And also, while we're at it, let's go ahead and give out uh, the social media information so people can uh, track you and uh, sort of follow you. Right. Well, you can look at our face. We have a Facebook page and we have, again, I, I really, if you want to see all of this information in detail, it's on our website, landmarklegal.org. Um, and also, uh, there's an article I wrote that's in the Federalist. Uh, just check out the Federalist website and uh, you can just search Michael O'Neill or Landmark or AFT on any of those tags and you'll see an editorial that was written about this. Um, and again, really take a look at our website. We have a lot more detail of all this stuff I'm talking about. All right. Uh, Mike O'Neill from the Landmark Legal Foundation. Hey, good to chat with you again. Appreciate you being on the program. My pleasure, Mike. You have a great day. Do you agree or do you disagree with what Mike had to say right there? I know that's real touchy. You're talking about unions and elections and schools and education and all that sort of thing. Well, every one of these segments is posted on the American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson Facebook page. Check it out and let us know what you think. Just ahead, speaking of education, the Biden administration wants to rewrite some of the definitions and the rules regarding Title IX. Is it a good idea? We're going to hear a perspective on that just ahead on American Viewpoints. American Viewpoints.